If it's smooth jazz, then the jazz queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. Artist Nicholas Cole. Vincent Ngala. Jonathan Fritzen. And news with the smoothest show on the internet radio. Your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds, welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz on Saturday, May 17th, 2014. If you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com and click on Wayne Brown's picture. That will bring you into the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. Mike, how are you? Doing okay today, sir. How's everything going up there in Vegas? It's hot. That's all I have to say. We hit okay, triple well. digits today. Wow. <laughs> yes. So it's going to be a hot one, most definitely. All right, as I said, our guest today is keyboardist Wayne Brown. With over 25 years' experience as a musician, songwriter, and producer, keyboardist Wayne Brown achieved international chart success and several million worldwide sales. His latest release, Cloud Nine, is an uplifting blend of Latin, jazz, and funk instrumentals with a few special guest vocalists. Wayne, welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Thank you very much. And I, I also want to mention that Wayne is calling in from London, where he lives. So I appreciate you taking the time and staying up late to hang out with us. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> like you said, the musicians don't get to bed before midnight, right? <laughs> no, this is early now. I mean, I've got at least five hours to go before I'm even thinking about bed. So. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, I was Mike, I was talking to Wayne before we came on the air. I was telling him about a couple of tracks on the CD that are my favorite, the title track, and um, Goodbye Stranger. Wayne, let's start with um, Goodbye Stranger, um, and tell us the story behind that song. Okay, this... Well, back in uh, the 80s, late 80s, at music college, um, actually, let me go back to the beginning. The song, sure. the track was, was originally a song for George Michael's backing singers, and funny enough, was an instrumental, was an international hit. Mm-hmm. I decided to re-record it as an instrumental um, with my partner at the time, his name was Nigel Scott, the flute player. Now... It transpired that we lost contact. Nigel had a fatal motorbike accident. He was in a coma for several years. And I decided all these years later to re-resurrect the track, finish recording the track, adding a few extra bits, percussion and what have you. And lo and behold, I got a contact from him out of the blue. I mean, I didn't even know he was alive. Mm. And that, that in itself was a sign to me that we were originally wanted to make the album together years ago it never happened so now there's quite a few tracks that he was involved in goodbye stranger cloud night a few others and it's a mini miracle that he's alive today and playing the flute again and i do believe he will be listening in as well so it's a really inspirational story for someone to come back from the brink of death literally and his memories have come back 
his coordination has come back, and the doctors have told me it was all triggered through his musical side of his brain. So, wow, it's truly, truly inspirational story about that track. And you said he was in a coma for years. For years, yeah. I mean, severe brain damage. Couldn't speak. Couldn't move. Couldn't do anything. Um, and we get together most Fridays now and have a jam. I mean, he's wheelchair bound, but. He's got all his faculties about him, and we make music together again. So no one can believe it. It's just an amazing life story. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, the track that he plays on is called Goodbye Stranger, and I really like the flute work on that. I'm going to play that in just a little bit, but um, Wayne, give us a little background on your musical history. Oh, I'd say, if I was to go back to the beginning, I'd have to say church, playing the organ. Mm-hmm. Um, then I played in an orchestra for maybe six or seven years as a clarinetist, believe it or not. Um, I went to music college as a saxophonist. Um, so I'm actually totally self-taught as a, as a pianist. Um, I grew up listening to people like Stevie Wonder and Herbie Hancock learning chords from those masters and picking up influences from them, as well as many others like George Duke and there's so many, Jeff Lorber. Um, So it's a combination of the gospel church, the classical training, and obviously the jazz roots. I think, does that kind of sum it up? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, thank you. (laughs) Um, you mentioned working with uh, George Duke. How was that? No, I didn't. Unfortunately, I've never worked with him. I was hugely oh, influenced by it. Oh, no, influence. I would have loved okay. to work with yeah. I grew up listening to, yeah, George Duke, Herbie. I think my biggest influence is probably Stevie Wonder, just because of uh-huh. his fantastic harmonies and melodies. And then, you, then it would have to be Herbie Hancock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now, were I'm, you... Were, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I said, unfortunately, I didn't get to work with those guys. But <laughs> Were you born in... Yes, that's right. That's right. Um, were you born and raised in London? Born and bred, yep, in London. Okay. So, um, and have you been to the States? I've been quite a few times. Um, I was there a few years ago where I met quite a few musicians at the... Great, the Hartford Jazz Festival. I've been to the Sugar Bar and various oh, um, okay. jazz clubs in Manhattan. I think Puppet's Jazz Bar used to go quite a lot. Unfortunately, that's not there anymore. But mm-hmm. yeah, I've been to the States quite a lot. Oh, I love okay. the States, especially for music. It's oh, the influences and the standard is phenomenal. Yeah, you think so? You like that, huh? I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. What's Okay. All right. Well, uh, Mike, well, let's have a look. Well, I was going to ask him. I know that uh, you studied at the um, Leeds College of Music over that's there right. and everything, and that's kind of the equivalent to Berkeley's, uh, which is over mm-hmm. here in Boston for musicians that's and everything. Right. How was your um, experience at, at the college and everything? It was fantastic. It's fun you should mention that because I originally applied for Berkeley and was accepted, but unfortunately... I couldn't get a grant from the UK to go to an American 
Coach, so I had to go to a local equivalent. And to be honest with you, it was a fantastic experience because we had a lot of the American musicians coming over to do workshops, um, people like Coleman Hawkins and Tal Farlow and all sorts of people. So it was a hugely educational experience. Um, got to play live a lot, got some good theory background. It was well worth it was well worth the experience, definitely. But now, since you've been to the States, have you had an opportunity to visit Berkeley? I haven't been to Berkeley, no. No, okay. Which is crazy. I should have done, but I haven't, no. Okay. All right. We're talking to keyboardist Wayne Brown. His new CD is called Cloud Nine, and um, you can find that on his website, the virtual, not the, but virtualjazzband.com. Welcome, Joe from Germany and Ali J in the chat room. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in. I'm going to go ahead and play Goodbye, Stranger, and this is featuring Nigel Scott on the flute. Love this song.
Beautiful. That was Goodbye Stranger from Cloud Nine. I like that. I like that a lot. I like that one too, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, Wayne, I was going to ask you too uh, before the we, we played the music, but uh, you've been compared uh, several times to Ramsey Lewis. How do you feel about that comparison? <laughs> I, I mean, it's a huge honor. I'm not sure whether it's justified or not is another matter, <laughs> but I'm a, huge, I'm a huge Ramsey Lewis fan, so I... The first time I got the comparison, I think it was somebody in Germany. I was like, oh, please don't. But then I've come to appreciate it and take it as a compliment. Mm. Now, um, Joe from Germany in the chat room, who is currently now in London, uh, he says, for a month for training for a new job. Um, he's hoping that he'll get a chance to see you guys perform, you know, while he's there. Um, oh, no. So is there, are you going to be... We've got two dates at the Pizza Express Jazz Club in Soho on the 20th and 21st of June. I don't know if he's going to be in London around that time. Okay. If, right, you, you, are, you, if you are, you just get in touch. Your table, your seat, everything is reserved for you. Oh, there you go, Joe. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, hit him up on Facebook. Let him know if you're going to be there during that time. And there you go. you got a seat. All right. So now, Definitely. tell us about tell us about your band, Wayne, the um, virtual jazz band. Okay. Um, now the name, the reason it's called the virtual jazz band. I mean, I have a couple of musicians that I play with continuously, like uh, Lily, the percussionist. Um, but generally, I rotate because the idea is to bring in musicians with different musical backgrounds, but all who have a common love for jazz. So it's not actually a permanent lineup, apart from maybe a bit of percussionist and Frank on the bass, but I do have loads of guest musicians. So it's, it's a virtual band in that respect. Okay. All right. Now, your, this CD, Cloud9, was released on your record label. Tell us about that. Yeah, it's just this. The album is actually not, the CD is not released until the 16th of June, but it is available now for download from all the major download stores. And we will be releasing a video for a single, which will be Goodbye Stranger. Um, yeah, and we, I tend to do things independently because you have more artistic control and you can just mm-hmm. make music for the love more than trying to be commercial. If it turns out to have commercial success, that's a huge bonus. But at the label, we just want to release things on their artistic merit and anything else is a bonus. Okay. All right. And you work with other artists. You have, have other artists signed to the label. Anyone that we will be familiar with? Um, hmm. There's a chap 
on the Cloud9 album called Junior Giscum, um, mm-hmm. you may remember that record Mama used to say. Yeah. That was a jam. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was a jam. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he's, he's singing a track on this album called Live the Moment, and he's also, I've worked with him for 20 years, so he's got an album called Prisoner of Hope, which is also going to be released through the label. Um, there's other people that I've worked with. I work a lot with Billy Ocean. I thought you'll probably be yes. more familiar with him. Um, Ruby Turner, maybe not so familiar, but Ruby's a great singer. Um, she's better known in the UK and Europe than the US. But um, yeah, and apart from that, it's some great new talent because I'm always on the lookout for, for new talent. Established ones already have their opportunities, so <laughs> it's okay. nice to bring through some new, some new talent. But yeah, Junior's the the next one we have coming. Mm, okay, oh, yeah. pretty clear. Cool, yeah. So, Mama, you say yes. That that was a jam back in the day. Sure enough, that was a jam. Mm-hmm. But uh, really you know, yes, everybody knows that song. I, I still know some of the words of that song. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, very very cool. But I wanted to ask you too because you know most of the um, the uh, tracks on this CD are original tunes, but you went back and you did a uh, rearrangement of the Herbie Hancock classic, uh, Watermelon Man. Um, why why that song? Now, <laughs> that was actually recorded, again, this conversation I was having with Nigel. And Nigel said to me, you play like you like Herbie Hancock. I said, I love Herbie Hancock. Mm. I said, so why don't we record a Herbie Hancock song? I said, you know, funny enough, I'm thinking of doing Watermelon Man, but in a big band style and a bit funky and what have you. And that was originally recorded in 1987. Wow. I dug out the two inches, um, transferred them onto digital and done a little bit of revamping and decided to put it on the album. Again, Nigel convinced me that we should do that and... I'm glad we did, because I, I really love that track, and I tried to do something a little different with it, and just, you know, just having the melody, tried to put some horn arrangements and some interesting, and there's some great musicians on the track as well. Now, Wayne, do you sing? <laughs> do you know how many people laugh? I'm going to say no. And it's going to be some people, I'm going to say no, to make life easier. <laughs> The truth is, all the backing vocals on recordings that I do, I normally do them or do them with somebody else. But as far as being a lead singer, no, that's not for no. me. There's, there's others that are well suited for that. Okay. <laughs> all right, I'm <laughs> going to go ahead and play Watermelon Man. Again, we're talking to Wayne Brown. The new CD is called Cloud Nine. It's available June 16th. Um, but you can go to the website and download, you said, um, right now? Yeah, the link digital the, download? Yeah, the link. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so iTunes, Amazon, every, all the links are there. You can just go to the website and the links will be there. And the website is virtualjazzband.com. All right, this is Watermelon Man.
That was Watermelon Man from Wayne Brown's New CD, Cloud Nine. And, Wayne, I have a comment and two questions from the chat room about that song. Um, okay. The comment is from Joe. He's in Germany or right now London, and he says, Swing is back. I like the variety. There's definitely a big difference between this and the previous tra- track. And he wants to know if it's a live recording with the band, with the big band. Uh, no, they were added afterwards okay um what 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 happened was i gave the arrangement to the band because originally it was a college band that done the horns and then later on i re-recorded it with some older guys wrote the parts out and they added it to the track so it wasn't a full live recording if i'm totally honest now i wish Uh it was but it wasn't Mm mm-hmm 
Okay. And Ollie wants to know who's the sax player. Ah, my good friend Claudio Galdez. Uh, we went to school together, and we're back together playing. He's a multi-saxophone player with a great feel and a great tone. And you're going to be hearing a lot more from him in the coming months. Okay. All right. Before I forget, I wanted to mention to you, um, I partner with Ronald Jackson from the Smooth Jazz Ride. He does ah. CD reviews. And um, I just wanted to kind of, you know, let you know about him, and maybe you can send him your CD for him to review it. Oh, certainly. If you give me the information, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll definitely send. Does he prefer CDs or would it have MP3? I prefer CDs, but MP3 some people are happy with. Yeah, he prefers the CDs because he can get okay, the information good. from the liner notes and, and all of that. Good, and man out of my heart. Okay. okay. All right, I'll send you his information, and then I will let him know um, to look out for it. Great. Thank you very much. Okay. Sure. Now, um, I was told once by an artist that they are not inspired by anything with their music. They just play. Um, they just create the music and, and not inspired by anything. Do you ever find that true to be, uh, for yourself to be true? Um, I think music is a very spiritual thing. And I think, I wouldn't say that we're not inspired. I'd say sometimes we're not aware of where the inspiration comes from. Mm -hmm. um, but I think there's always some kind of inspiration, whether it's a memory, a feeling, something you've right. heard in the past. I think there's always a source of inspiration, from my perspective anyway. Yes. Yeah. I, when, he to when, they, when they told me that, I'm, I kind of found that hard to believe. I mean, I always ask an artist um, the story behind a song because I love to hear what inspired the song. And yeah. to, to just create a song without no inspiration at all, I just kind of find that hard to believe. I'm not sure if that's possible, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say you might not be aware of the inspiration, but you've got to be inspired by something. I agree. I agree. All right, um, the next song, the title track, Cloud Nine. Uh, Joe, you're going to like this one as well. This is definitely a, a danceable song. He was saying that the uh, Watermelon Man was a danceable tune, but this Cloud Nine is as well. Like this, I like this track as well. Tell me the title, the uh, story behind this one. Again, this was, um, we used to play this song live at music college uh, we used to have to, you know, do gigs to get ourselves through college. And mm -hmm. Nigel, again, was quite instrumental in this. There's a flute, flute melody. And it was the song that inspired me to resurrect those recordings from, from way back then. Um, it's a happy, it's supposed to give off, it was inspired by happiness. Yes. The title. And I'm hoping that when people listen to it, they get some of that happy vibe out of the out of the track. This is one of my other favorites on the track, the title track, Cloud Nine.
title track from Wayne Brown's new CD, Cloud Nine. I like that one too. Yeah, I yes. like that one too. Mm-hmm. I like the Latin influence on that one. That sounds like a oh, like an old '80s track, you know, one of them Gloria Stefan tracks. I, I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's where the influence came from. Those '80s Latino vibes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Wayne, when are you completely satisfied with your work? I know we talked a little bit about this before we came on, um, about, you know, when it's, there's a time when you just have to let it go. You can't work on it any longer. When, it, when, you, when do you get to that point with your music? Well, I've got to the stage, after been doing it for some years now, I've learned that if you dwell too long on something, you're always going to hear something that you want to do differently. So... I try to just go with the moment, make the track, complete it, and just leave it there rather than keep going back and revisit. For example, the track you just heard was recorded over 20 years ago initially, Mm. um, and I kept revisited it, and I decided that I didn't want to modernize it, I didn't want to do anything because it it captured the moment that it was created in, and it's given off the right sentiment. I could start getting clever and, oh, let's make this sound a bit better. Let's make... But mm-hmm. I think you've just got to sometimes leave it and move on to the next thing, which mm-hmm. is what I, I tend to do. Otherwise, you end up with some people who take five years to finish an album yeah. when, they, <laughs> when they probably had the album in the first six months. Mm-hmm. That's the danger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That's so true. Yeah. Now, you know, Wayne, I wanted to ask you also about uh, being the, you were appointed the artistic director and the chairman of the uh, Budapest um, International Budapest Jazz Competition? Yeah. Budapest? Yeah. Now, yeah. now, how was that experience? Because I know that you've gotten, gotten to meet uh, many young musicians coming through that festival and through the, um, the, through the competition. So how was that experience of meeting all of those young musicians and seeing such uh, musicians from uh, such a worldwide stance? Oh, it was... It was amazing. I mean, it started because I was invited to play at the festival. And after we played, there was such a good response. They asked me to come back the following year as a judge and chairman, etc., etc. But I was amazed at the wealth of talent, especially from Eastern Europe, because I hadn't been exposed to that before. Um, and you'd get musicians from all over the world there'd also be a classical competition running at the same time. So I'd meet these kids of seven and eight who were doing things on the piano that I could only dream of doing. So it was a truly great um, experience for me. And what it really showed me is that musical is a a universal thing because I'd meet these musicians and we didn't have a language in common, but we had the language of music in common. So Mm -hmm. instead of trying to talk to each other, we just have a jam. And it's probably one of the best musical experiences I've had doing that festival, just from the depth of uh, talent and the diversity of the music, you know, from Gypsy to um, there was people from, there was some from the US, there musicians from Russia, musicians from Japan, I mean, all over. It was fantastic. And what's the age range for the... At the max, I think the upper limit was 35, okay. and the lower end was about 16. 
Okay. So how does one um, apply to compete? Well, I'm I'm no longer um, taking part in it, but there's a website called, there's a website, Europrofest, where you just go to the website and apply, submit your music, and there's a gentleman called Luigi Gagios who decides who is accepted, and you have the opportunity to win some prize money, but more importantly, I think it's a rich experience to go to, because I had... All I knew about Romania was orphanages, to be honest with you, but it has mm-hmm. such a rich culture of music. It's phenomenal. So you go to the website, europrofest.ro, I believe it is, and you apply online. Okay. Yeah. I actually had an artist, uh, Patrick Cooper, here. He was invited to go over there and play and everything, but uh, I forgot what happened with that opportunity, but, um, you know, that's, that's a great thing. But also, when I wanted to add on to the question and what you, you know, men given the answer to, uh, the fact that, you know, we all know that music is universal, you know, worldwide and everything, but now with the in, invention of the Internet and social media, you know, people from Japan can find out about music from the U.S. and vice versa, whereas once before we just had artists that were uh, just, in that one region and, you know, mostly playing in that one region like you're in London, just, you know, doing regional thing. But now with your music and with the Internet, you can kind of get your music out to the U.S. and other places around the world. How do you how do you feel that that is kind of um, – do you feel that how, – how is that helping music and musicians in the long term and, 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 and a worldwide um, spectrum of things? I think it's one of the greatest – things about the uh, internet the fact that what it has done is provided a, a distribution platform which means you can get your music to anyone in the world um, whereas before it was relied on a major record company their distribution their companies wherever they may have them in the world and also it allows people to make music I believe from the heart as opposed to I've got to make something that's compatible with Top 40 charts, radio, etc., etc. It's really broadened the spectrum of music that's available, and I think it can only improve um, the quality. And also, equally important, it allows musicians to sustain themselves with people, maybe in their home country, are not as appreciative as people in Japan or America or Germany or wherever. So, I think it's an amazing development in the whole music and entertainment industry. Yeah. I, for one, see, am very glad about it. And see, I asked that question because me and Terry, we've interviewed artists from all over the world, and yeah. sometimes she would come to me and say, Mike, we're interviewing this person, you know, and I'm like, well, who is that? <laughs> you know, so, but, you know, yeah. and, and it's like, you know, now with the Internet and with the Googles and all these different things, we can kind of search these artists out and just like mm-hmm. how, you know, she found you or you guys found each other to get this interview done today, you know. And everything. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Right. It's fantastic. In fact, to add to that, I've done a gig in a few years ago in Birdland Club in Hamburg, and I got to the venue, started uh, playing some standards, and then thought I'd thrown an original song that I'd recorded on the previous album with a guest singer, thinking no one will know this. We started playing it, and as soon as it got to the chorus, it started singing along, and then you the second verse, and I'm like. How can you possibly know this song? It hasn't been a hit. 
<laughs> but they'd heard it through the internet. So it's, mm-hmm. it's an amazing thing. Yeah. I mean, I'd never get to you small. guys without it. <laughs> we would never yeah. have met. Yeah, oh, it's fantastic. that's true. It just brings us all together and makes the world such a smaller place. So, Wayne, you have been doing this for over 25 years. What do you like the most about playing? Oh, what I like about playing the most is not knowing what's going to happen next. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, it's the live experience. I love making records and recording, but it's all about the live experience for me because... You get together with some musicians. We often don't rehearse because we don't want to preempt anything. We just want to let it happen at the moment. And that's what I enjoy the most because things just happen that you don't plan. And you communicate with people on a musical level. And it's just such a great feeling. And also the audience picks up on it and relates to it, I found, in experience with our gigs. So, yeah, I'd say that's the thing I enjoy the most, not knowing... What's coming in the next bar <laughs> mm. is a okay. fantastic feeling. Okay. All right. Good. All right. I'm going to play um, live in the moment because uh, I want to hear Junior on this Junior. one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Live the moment, by the way. Not <laughs> Live the moment. Definitely. I want to hear Junior singing on this one. All right. So here it is. Okay. It's true. 
That was Live the That's Moment featuring Junior. Look, Mike, as That's soon as we started Don't singing, like that. that brought back memories. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, that voice, that voice has not changed at all. At that thing all. Was, that was hot. Yes, at that was hot all. right there like that. Mama used to say Junior. Yes, indeed. We may have to do a first turn, a first turn and, and double back on that and, and end the show with that again. I like that. <laughs> uh, I that, was, that was hot. Yes, indeed, that was hot right there. Yes, you tell Junior, we love that. Mm-hmm. I will. Mm-hmm. He'll love that. <laughs> yes, definitely. Well, it has been a pleasure speaking with you, Wayne. Thank you so much. Really has. I've had so much fun with talking to you guys. It's been great. Do you have any plans to come to the States anytime soon? Definitely. We haven't finalized the details yet, but we're hoping to be there in September. But I'll make sure I'll give you any details as soon as they're finalized. Okay. Yeah, all please right. let us and, know. Yeah, and then let me just remind Joe from, from Germany to definitely hit him up on, the face, on Facebook about his London yes. date so you can go and check him out. Definitely, Joe. Yeah. Oh, I just want to mention one guy on that track, Leave the Moment. Um, the guitarist is a young man, young man, a guy called Elliot Randall, who used to play with Steely Dan, and he's in his late, I don't know, he's quite seasoned in his years now, but phenomenal guitarist, and I just wanted to give him a shout-out. All right, cool. All right, all right. Well, again, so thank you, you on, so I'm much. Sorry, sorry. Are you oh, on any other social media outlets like Twitter or Instagram or anything yeah, like that? Yeah, I'm, I'm on Twitter, Virtual Jazz Band. I'm on Google. Um, again, Virtual Jazz. It's all Virtual Jazz Band. We're we're more or less everywhere. Um, okay. Yeah, just look for the name Virtual Jazz Band, and you'll find. I believe he's on Instagram as well. Yeah. Uh, on Instagram, yes, but nothing yeah. shared as yet. But okay. we are there. Yeah. Okay, got no it. No pictures. Right. Hey, don't, don't worry about the pictures. All of you. Uh, okay. Mike, we're losing you. He's gone. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Hello? All right, so again, yeah, there you go. There you go. All right, so again, visit Wayne's website at virtualjazzband.com, and you can find him on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, under Virtual Jazz Band and on Facebook at uh, he's also at Wayne Brown on Facebook as well so definitely check him out there and uh, be on the lookout for this CD in June for the official release you can down, do a digital download now uh, from iTunes so definitely check that out and Wayne don't forget to send your music to um, Ronald I will send you his um, contact information so you can do that Excellent. I will do next week when we get the finished CDs, definitely. Okay, great. All right. Well, you have a great evening. Thank you again for calling us all the way from London. Oh, thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm going to spread the word, by the way, in the UK about your show. I think it's fantastic. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Again, that was keyboardist Wayne Brown. The website is virtualband.com. 
uh, virtualjazzband.com. The new CD is called Cloud Nine. You definitely want to pick that up. All right, Mike, what's going on with you? Uh, nothing much, Terry. Like I went to a show last night with uh, Joe Rosario and Sure Will, and a uh, pretty nice show. You know what I'm saying? I was uh, there uh, third time coming on to the East Coast, and uh, you know, uh, it's pretty nice show. Okay, I'm losing you. You're going in and out. Oops, sorry. Can you know? Um, barely. Okay. But um, okay, okay, that's better. All right, I want to let everyone know what's going on here in Vegas in terms of jazz concerts. The Aliante Casino is um, jazz under the stars. Um, concert series has uh, is underway, and on Thursday, May 29th, Lyle Tizer will be performing by the pool. June 26th, Elon Trotman will be here. July 31st, Brian Simpson. August 28th, Jonathan Fritzen, and September 25th, Vincent Ngala. Uh, for wow. more information, um, you can go to aliantegaming.com for tickets and seating information on those um, concerts. Really nice outside by the pool. It's very nice. And I've seen DW3 there. He, I saw Elon there when he came the first time, so I'm glad they're bringing him back. I'm really excited that they're bringing Brian Simpson, Jonathan Fritzen, and Vincent Ngala here. I think it's going to be Vincent's first time here. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing him. Yeah. So all right. Yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, and I just wanted to add too before we before we go off the air that you know one, I, I like Wayne's voice. Those uh, guys from overseas, I love the accents that they have. I need to mm-hmm. get one of those accents to. Her. <laughs> I think I think that'll really help me, you know, in in in, in my dating game if I can get to, oh if I can get God. an accent. That okay, accent is, is so? just, you know, mm-mm, that accent is nice, man. But uh, okay. <laughs> definitely. And I just you want to say, too, that I love this. But, yeah, that, that'll help a lot. That'll help a lot, yes. <laughs> and I also want to say, too, that, you know, I love, you know, we've been doing this show for five years, and I love doing this show because of Artist Life Wayne. You know, we, we found mm-hmm. out a lot about of art, a lot of artists from all over the world, and we get to, you know, introduce them to people that may have not have heard of them or, you know, are being introduced to them for a second time, or, or maybe they've heard of them, but they kind of lost or got off the radar, and then they say, okay, I didn't know they were out with another CD. So I love mm-hmm. doing this show because of that, and, uh, you know, just to have artists like Wayne from all over, and other guys from all over the world just come on and, and have some funky music like that. I mean, it, that, that, that music was hot. That was some nice music. Very nice, some nice yes. Music. Yes, was. love Very that. Very nice. Yeah, definitely. So, all right. Well, uh, thank you, Joe, from Germany, and congrats on your new job there in London. Ollie, thank you for hanging out with us today. Um, thank you again for tuning in and listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. And we look forward to Talking Smooth Jazz with you again next time. Mike, I'm going to go ahead and replay the song, Live the Moment, for you. Yes, thank as you. As we close out That's the show. Bad. You're welcome. <laughs> Have a good day. Bye, everyone.
to Talking Smooth Jazz. Please visit our websites, TalkingSmoothJazz.com and Mastermind-Entertainment.com. Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen and The Daily Grind. That's T-H-A Daily Grind.